I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my creative healing course is filled with hours of exclusive content. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about the upside of daydreaming. You know, Margaret, I do like the idea of daydreaming because I think it does a few things for us. First of all, I feel like it gives us a sense of control mm -hmm. where maybe when life feels like we're out of control, it allows us to feel like we're having these scenarios that we're wanting to play out or wishing to happen to come out for us. And another big thing I love about it is being able to be creative. Absolutely. And that's just I, I love creativity. Right. So today you've got some research about the upside of daydreaming. Yes, and we're going I to do. talk about that, right? And I thought it sounded like a very interesting topic. And one of the other things is we have talked about the unconscious mind um, several times recently. And of course, daydreaming is yet another way to get at the unconscious mind. Mm -hmm. I have a memory of being in the third grade and being bored to extinction and thinking, I think I'll get out of here for a few minutes and <laughs> getting myself into a nice daydream. <laughs> okay, good thing I didn't get caught. Yeah. Um, says the researcher, um, this comes out of US News and World Report, if you can believe it. Mm -hmm. um, the researcher is named Stacy Colino. Okay. And she says, the human mind is rarely completely idle. Even when you're not consciously thinking about or concentrating on something, it tends to drift or wander. Mm -hmm. You should follow it mm -hmm. sometimes because these spontaneous musings can provide insights into your creative, social, and emotional lives. Mm -hmm. Besides, chances are you spend a significant amount of time in musing mode. By some accounts, mind-wandering accounts for one-third to one-half of a person's thoughts. Okay? Says a, says a scholar from the University of Minnesota. I believe that. I do too. I think our mind, our mind kind of wanders all the time. Yeah. What did you say? Daydreaming, daydreaming can be thought of as using waking fantasy and imagery for self-knowledge and creativity. Mm -hmm. Over the years, daydreaming has been ultimately, alternately described as a waste of time Living with your head in the clouds. I like that one. I've heard mm -hmm. that one a lot. Living with your head in the clouds mm -hmm. or a valuable part of the creative process. While we all do it, it turns out that some forms of daydreaming are good for us. Mm -hmm. Okay? And there are three things that daydreaming can be telling you about yourself. Three things. Three Interesting. things. Interesting. What are the three okay. things? Okay. Number one, they can reflect your goals. Consciously or not, people are often better at making up scenarios around specific goals than they are about people or places, mm -hmm. says Dr. Klinger. Um, and that's part of what makes some forms of daydreaming so beneficial. Okay. These short bursts of thought often contain reminder mechanisms for what your various goals and expectations are. Okay? So if you find yourself thinking about flying a plane, and how much fun that would be, 
it might be important for you to look at that. Mm -hmm. Okay? Daydreaming involves a number of cognitive functions. Planning ahead, engaging in creative problem solving, that's the big one, creative problem solving, and imagining how a situation is going to turn out. Revisiting past experiences and seeing them in new ways can also be part of it. Okay. All right. Your daydreaming style could relate to your emotional well-being. In a series of studies published in a 2016 issue of the Journal of Consciousness and Cognition, bet you didn't know there was that, mm -hmm. researchers at Carleton University in Canada examined how positive daydreaming can actually reflect how psychological healthy you are. Interesting. Right? So they're finding some kind of correlation with your mental health and your daydreams. And your positive daydreaming. Okay. Now, there are some people, and you know, we always talk about that evil inner voice that most people have. And people can daydream in a guilty, you know, kind of self-beating up way too. That is not helpful. Mm. Okay? But constructive daydreaming really is and it correlates with health, mm -hmm. with psychological health. Okay. Uh, makes sense, doesn't it? Yep. A propensity to have trouble concentrating was associated with overall low well-functioning. Um, mm -hmm. So, if you can daydream well, it's a good sign. All right? Okay. The social content of your daydreams can help you feel more connected to others. Okay. In a study again done in 2016, Researchers examined the daydream content of 103 participants as they adjusted to university life over the course of a month. What they found is that over time, the participants' daydreams became less fanciful and reflected more positive characteristics, attributes that predicted their greater social adaptation to the university setting. So their daydreams got better the longer they were there, right? Um, our research suggests that social daydreams are able to regulate people's social feelings such that they feel more connected to others and have a greater sense of belonging. Okay? Okay, so that would make sense why people are constantly daydreaming about their ex. Exactly. Exactly. And maybe playing out in their head a, a scenario of what would happen if the ex contacted them. Sure. Or how they could live happily ever after. Or what they have to say or do to repair yep. things. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. And you can have a fantasy about any of those things. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So, contrary to what our friends the Puritans are going to tell us, this is not just a waste of time. Mm -hmm. Okay? And always pay attention to your psyche because it, it's always useful to know what's going on there. All right? The overall good news um, is that you can point your daydreams in the right direction so they'll benefit you. Rather than blindly being a daydream believer, you can become a daydream driver by choosing to imagine the positive consequences of goals you're pursuing or people you care about. Our research indicates that deliberately daydreaming about someone close to you mm -hmm in a way that is realistic, positive, and set in the near future, mm -hmm. is most likely to have beneficial psychological outcomes. Interesting. Okay? Yeah. Very interesting I stuff. I thought so too. I think it's an interesting topic and it's a good way to get tapped into your unconscious. And when you are tapped into your unconscious, you have a better idea of what you're really thinking and feeling right. and going through. Right. 
you're more in touch with your and, self. You know, sleeping dreams or daydreams, they're all wonderfully helpful and useful. Absolutely. Okay? And it doesn't mean you have your head in the clouds. I went to Catholic school and I can remember sister somebody or other saying, you have your head in your cloud, in the clouds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, so there. Good stuff. All right. Good. Glad you liked it. Hopefully you guys like that one and give Margaret a thumbs up for the research. Of course, when you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, askcraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret, of course, is available for Skype coaching. If you feel that I can be helpful, please sign up with me. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to do that. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.